Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota Brookhaven services all makes and models. That could be why we were voted best service department the past two years. Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. And now, it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation with Chris Howard. The work he's doing uh, is really important and uh, especially enjoyed the conversation with Kyle at the beginning of this show where we talked about the COVID situation and getting vaccinated and all that. Kyle's such a great partner. I'm, I'm one of the luckiest guys on earth. Hey, now I want to switch gears. Today is Friday. It's the day we usually uh, spend with Jeff Duncan. The only, the only exception was uh, this past week. We played Jeff on Monday because we had uh, some important COVID news that had to be played on Friday. So we played Jeff on Monday, but he's back uh, today. Uh, it's an important, actually, it's an, been a really important last couple of weeks at Saints training camp for a bunch of different reasons. But, of course, we have a, a, a preseason game coming up tomorrow with the, with the Ravens. So uh, timely visit with my friend uh, Jeff Duncan. How you doing, buddy? Ricky, I'm doing great, man. Football season's right around the preseason yeah. game tomorrow in Baltimore. So uh, this is when it gets fun. Everybody's hopeful and optimistic. Everybody is 0-0 in the Valley of 0-0, as Dennis Green and uh, everybody thinks they're going to the Super Bowl. So it's a fun time. Yeah, so I should tell tell our listening listeners that uh, you're actually at Saints training camp. Wi-Fi connection there, because I'm sure it's being utilized big time, is not as good as it normally is, but it's going to be fine. We'll get through it. If, he, if we miss any important points, we'll get Jeff just to repeat himself. But so, let, you know, let's talk about start with just general impressions. I mean, the heat is back, isn't it? Yeah, I talked about today, um, you know, they haven't had as quite as bad as normal years, but it certainly had its share of challenging days. Uh, I talked to a trainer the other day, said they're on their number of IVs they've had to administer. Uh, so that's good news. Uh, helps with the mental focus of these players trying to fight through uh, the drain and still concentrate and focus on the play calls and the execution. Uh, so that's why likes it. likes to take them outside in that heat and get them ready uh, mentally. Uh, but Definitely a concern when players overheat. I think we had a guy yesterday, Ty Montgomery, got a little overcome by to be taken in for an IV. Uh, so it is dangerous. Uh, that's part yeah. of the hazards of the you know go. So, so Jeff, I had the opportunity yesterday to watch Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston in their press conferences, and you know they're both so incredibly focused and positive, and they're they're, they're certainly saying the right things. And if, if I had to say anything about my impression after listening to both of them, was that they both did a great job in that conference. But that Taysom Hill, he sounded a lot like Drew Brees when he answered questions. I mean, he seemed really in command and serious. And you know, what's your read on how that's going? Well, both those guys, I think, have great ship qualities. Uh, I think both are doing everything right so far in that regard. Off the field, I hear their work ethic, their study habits, their leadership risks are all playing out. Now it's just a matter of you know, who can make the plays on the field. That's really what it down to. Who can execute the offense 
when the pressure's on in these preseason games and different conditions, uh, it's really been neck and neck in, in practice so far. Uh, I don't think either player really uh, sees the opportunity or taking a huge advantage in this competition. I think it's uh, all three preseason games, and Sean Payton said as much. He wants to see them all before uh, a, an evaluation and a, a final determination. Well, you wrote the book, literally wrote the book on Drew Brees and Sean Payton, and you've talked to me in the past many times about this as a PhD in offense. And one of the things that sticks out in the conversation, or certainly in the in the press conferences with uh, separate press conferences with Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston, is this: they both talk about the thinking required. They both talk about the quickness required around the progressions. They just keep talking about it over and over and over again. Now, they both said they had to improve. Jameis tended to be a little more critical of himself, and Taysom seemed to say, it's coming to me quicker. You know, the opportunity now to get some reps, you know, feel really good about the progressions. Um, But, you know, again, as you point out, they can say all those things, but it's ultimately what happens in the game. But it is complicated, isn't it? They've got a lot to think through in like microseconds, don't they? And that's what Drew Brees was so brilliant at. One of his greatest assets was his ability to process defensive formations and make those split-second decisions in the heat of the moment. Uh, I'm not sure they evaluate that in a quarterback until they are actually thrown into the fire under under. And both of those players have admitted they struggled in the past with that. We see it numbers. Both of them have much higher sack numbers per drop back than Drew Brees. The ball quickly. And that's a concern of mine. I think we've talked about it on the program before. It's a concern this team might take because Hill and Winston aren't quick, aren't quite as quick at and uh, we talked to Ian Book, the rookie from Notre Dame the other day about it. He said the same thing and he also talked volume of the play call and just how difficult that is. They have the protections built and the the routes and all these different things that are built into the play call here. It's a quarterbacks to to kind of master in addition to actually having to throw the pass. I can't remember which one, whether it was Hill or or Winston, but I, I think it was Jameis Winston who said this, but he talked about when he steps up to the line of scrimmage and he sees one-on-one with Dante Harris. Deontay Harris, that he said, man, that guy can create separation. So, you know, first of all, uh, is Deontay Harris having a good, a good, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, camp? But on top of that, we see the headline that his, his blood alcohol limit was three times the legal limit. And that, and that, uh, you know, arrested he was involved with in Baltimore or near Baltimore. So, you know, what, what's your thoughts on both of those? Well, I mean, Deontay Harris is definitely, Coming on, I think he and Marquez Callaway have been the two best receivers in camp so far. Uh, he's taken another step forward in learning how to be a receiver at the NFL level. He's so quick and elusive that on returns, I mean, he was an all pro return man, but he's little, he's diminutive. He's about, frankly, I'm 5'7, about 160. That's about what he is. Uh, and he's much quicker. That's good for everyone involved. But can he withstand? Uh, in, of a 16, now 17-game schedule. He's been hurt both years. He's been, it's a big man's game is what Jim Hasley used to always tell me, and that's borne out with Deontay Harris. I think that's the concern. How much is too much with Deontay Harris and how many players 
plan to try and keep him healthy for the full season. Obviously, it's disappointing what happened in the offseason. When is that going to be adjudicated by the NFL? We don't know because the the NFL been with their discipline until the criminal court case is handled off the field. It could be a year, it could be next week, we don't know. But these DUI situations it revolve through the court quicker than, say, what's going on with Marshawn Lattimore. Marshawn Lattimore's next year. So the players can still play until the NFL steps in. Interesting challenges that we have, but, uh, you know, it seems like more of those challenges than we normally have, but this is football. This is the way it is. Next man up. This is why, this is why, uh, this particular camp is critical because you've got so many positions that are being challenged. This is why your conversations in the past with me about the depth, maybe not being there, certainly it's not going to be there in certain positions like it has been in the past. So, you know, it's good. We're going to be more sensitive to these situations, these legal situations or these NFL uh, discipline situations. We're going to be a lot more sensitive to injuries as well. What are you seeing on the injury front these days? Well, Traquan Smith is still out. Uh, he's going to Saturday. They're going to try and get him healthy. Uh, they've got a few other players that Sean said they, some of the players, uh, guys like Cam Jordan and Malcolm Jenkins, they don't have to be playing this preseason game. There's no, nothing for them to prove, so I don't expect them to play. Wouldn't surprise me if Alvin play either. There's no no uh, real, I think, gain by exposing them. But I would say this: this is kind of interesting, Ricky. I, my column that ran on uh, Nola.com, I took an informal survey of 30 media representatives all over the media spectrum here locally and ask them their prediction for the season is uh, indicative of just how wide open and uncertain the season is. We had everyone 11 and six, all the way down to six and 11 across the board. There's real no consensus. It shows just how much unpredictability there is with this season, uh, more so than any that I all the way back to 2006. Wow. Well, you know, we've had Drew Brees for so long. You know, there's been that that solidification, and people are reading the battle between uh, Jameis Winston and and Hill as you know in different ways. And then you know they see the supporting staff coming along. You know, there's some interesting stories that are coming out of out of training camp. Uh, the Jawan Johnson story is one that will be interesting to watch. What's what's your read on him? Big, big, tall receiver uh, played at Oregon uh, that has been moved to tight end. Saints have been uh, kind of depth shy at tight end. So he's making that. A lot, of, a lot of teams thought he would be a tight end in the NFL when he came out of Oregon. And the Saints receiver last year, he's made that switch. He's looked really good so far. I think it's going to be a slow uh, transition. But so far, so good. He's picking things up well. And he can really run for a tight end because he's a former receiver. But it's going to take him a little while to bulk up and be able to handle blocking assignments, uh, you know, to do in this offense. So we're having a conversation with Jeff Duncan from Trank's, uh, excuse me, Saints Training Camp. A little bit of a Wi-Fi issue. Just hang in there with us. A lot of good information. We'll see you after this break. Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. 
This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have Jeff Duncan, no longer with The Athletic. He's with uh, the TimesPicayunanoa.com. Frankly, the the advocate, uh, you know, really this incredible statewide organization that they have cobbled together. And as Jeff and I were talking about before the storm, before the show today, the, you know, the this this team, this, I mean, I don't know if there's a team in the United States as, as far as at a media company that has so many award when it pulls prize winning reporters all part of the same staff and uh you know jeff had the opportunity to work with them after hurricane katrina he had this short stint with uh with the with the athletic but he's back now and uh you know if you don't if you don't pay attention to what's happening at noel.com the times picayune just in general but if especially from a sports point of view you should consider subscribing it's a it's a terrific terrific uh, media company. Um, so, Jeff, coming back to you for a second, let's let's go back to um, let's go back to uh, the offensive situation. You and I did not talk about Michael Thomas. There's been some more written about it since you and I talked last. So, what's your current read on the situation? Well, I think uh, you know Michael Thomas came out with a social media post that he's since taken that uh, was kind of cryptic, and I think a lot of people were uh, thinking that this was crisis situation and they need to trade Michael Thomas. And uh, that's just overreaction to the media post. Uh, internally, they've got this thing, I think, under control. I don't really as antagonistic as people are trying to make it out to be. Uh, Sean Payton, I know with Michael Thomas. I think the key here for the, the challenge for the Saints is you've got this with a very unique personality. He's kind of a loner personality, yet he's in a team sport to be assimilated and incorporated within the team, especially when you're paying him $20 million a year, to be a leader in the wide receiver room with all these young wide receivers. But yet, Michael Thomas doing things. He has a process that he follows that he likes to kind of do on his own. And so they're trying through that, uh, I think, and make it work for both sides. And I think they'll get there. I think Michael Thomas will be on the field for this team somewhere early in the season or mid-season once he gets surgery. And I think he'll be uh, very productive once he gets back. And that's probably going to be good for everyone. Look for him, Ricky, to be at the game on Saturday. I think you'll see him on the sideline. going to be done with intent. They want to show everybody that he's a part of the team, that he's standing on the sidelines next to Sean Payton, that there's not some internal discord here. So look for that on Saturday. Well, you know, if you think about it, man, you okay, if he, he get him back healthy and you continue to keep uh, Callaway healthy and you don't lose Deontay Harris uh, because of some NFL penalty and you start looking at some of these other weapons that we've got, man, I mean, <laughs> we got some talent on this team, don't we, buddy? Well, I, I think with the offensive line almost all intact, actually returning intact. That's the strength of the team. And I've talked to Zach Streep about this before. I know he's biased offensive lineman, but the Saints' best offensive have always been when they've had their best offensive lines. Best offensive lines as good as any in the league. So I think whoever wins the quarterback job, uh, they're good enough with this offensive line and these perimeter players and obviously Alvin Kamara to put up points. I think the offense is going to be fine. I'm more concerned about the defense and cornerback situation taken care of because if not, I think we're going to have the, the Saints are going to have to win a lot this year and we know how those go. 
Uh, sometimes you win them, sometimes you don't. You end up like a 500 team. Yeah, as you, as you we've talked about before, it's become a passing league. So that's why you continue to focus on your concerns about the defensive backfield. Um, any any bright spots there? Or what what's your latest thinking there? Well, I mean, Patrick Robinson, luckily and surprisingly retired this week. That caught everyone off guard. I mean, he was having a camp, but he's the oldest player on the roster. And sometimes, uh, if your heart's not into it, it's time to go. Uh, but that further weakened the depth at that position and the Saints right Crawley starting at the other cornerback spot opposite Marshawn Lattimore. I do not think that is going to be the starting cornerback when the season opens. I don't know how the Saints are going to get another corner in here. I think they're working the trade market trying to trade for one, but it takes two to tango. They've got to get a trade to trade with them. But I know they're working it hard because that is a position in vision. The NFC South with the Tampa Bay receiving core, the Atlanta receiving core, uh, and possibility that Marshawn Lattimore might have to serve some discipline, potentially miss some games. That is a scary proposition with the cornerback situation the way it is. Ooh, man. That's, uh, that's, it is hard to think about. You think about, about Tampa just in general. You know, Tampa, that's going to be, that's going to be one of our nemesis this year. Uh, so what are you looking for in this game tomorrow? Well, I think just the basic fundamentals, you know, does the team cleanly, are they going to execute, uh, are they blocking and tackling, uh, you know, mentally sound, not creating a lot of turnovers or, or penalties, the quarterbacks play. I want to watch the quarterbacks, especially in situations, red zone, third down, situations, how they perform, because I think that's what this evaluation is going to come down to, along avoiding negative plays, sacks, and turnovers. I'm looking forward to watching the Saints game. You know, and uh, usually, you know, Drew might play a little bit, then, you know, we'll, we'll see reserves or whatever. But in this case, we've got a quarterback battle we're going to get to observe. So it's going to make it a lot of fun. Hey, listen, Jeff Duncan, you're a good friend. We appreciate you joining us. Uh, stay as cool as possible out there at training camp and enjoy the game tomorrow. We will see you next week. Yeah, we'll talk about autopsy of the game next week, Ricky. Look forward to it. Have a great weekend. You bet. You bet. So you, everyone have a great weekend and we'll see you Monday. Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Supertalk MS Coast 103.1. A Supertalk Mississippi Media Production.